Well, hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining me on the Byproduct Podcast. This is Ian Pruckner, and I'm so thankful that you've chosen to invest a little bit of time with me getting better together because when we get better, things get better. It is the one surefire way to explode your results, to get better every single day, to bring your best to life and to get the best out of life. And I'm very, very excited about today's episode of the podcast, Oh No You Didn't. And we're talking today about the power of the word no, the power of the word no in our life. And so many of us have given so much undue power, so much unnecessary authority to the word no in our lives. And I just want to tell you something. No has no power over you. No has no power over you. Many of us have misplaced the significance of the word no. We go to great lengths to avoid the word no. Some of us will change relationships, change jobs, will relocate just so that we don't have to hear the word no. But here's the deal. Here's what I want you to understand. Okay. Many of us are afraid of being told no, but when we haven't asked for what we want, when we haven't taken a chance to potentially be confronted with the word no, okay, we've already been told no by ourselves. See, if we won't ask for what we want, if we won't go after the things in life that we desire because we're afraid of being told no, in effect, we are telling ourselves no. We're telling ourselves no. And here's what I want you to understand. Here is the biggest point I need to drive home to you about the word no, okay? Is that when we don't ask, we are already living in our worst case scenario. You say, Ian, what do, we, what do you mean by that? Okay, if, if you won't ask for the sale, they're already not your client. You're already at ground zero for the worst possible thing that can happen. They're already not your client. They're already not going on a date with you. Okay, they're already not deciding to do business with you. They're already not on your team. Okay, so the power of no has no power at all. Do you understand that? No has literally no power over you because you're already living in the no if you won't ask. You're already living in the no. You're already experiencing the current worst case scenario. The worst thing that a no can bring you is confirmation of where you already are. There's nothing but upside when it comes to the word no. And most people don't see it that way. They're afraid of no. They, they take no personally. They let it cast their self-worth, okay? And no does none of those things. The only power no has is to confirm the worst case scenario that we're already living by not asking what we want. We literally have nowhere to go but up when it comes to putting ourselves in a position to hear no. See, no is really a 50-50 proposition. It could be yes, or it could be maintaining the current status in your life, which like I said, they're already not your client. They're already not doing business with you. They already haven't agreed to go on a date. You literally have nothing to lose. And when you can approach the word no with this mentality, you're able to de-emotionalize it. We're, we can de-emotionalize the word no. And so many of us hear the word no and we think that we're being rejected, okay? We think that that's somehow a, a, a judgment cast upon us and we would rather do almost anything, include living in the result of no rather than hearing the word no. But when you understand that you have nothing to, nowhere to go but up by putting yourself in a position to be told no, Okay, you can de-emotionalize it. You can remove its negative connotation from your life. Okay, and so here's what I want you to understand when it comes to the word no. Okay, 
We're going to hear the word no in life. There's no avoiding it. No's will be part of life. Okay, You can try to hide from them. You can try to avoid them. You can take yourself out of positions where somebody could tell you no and then you don't really ever live, right? Okay, Because you're so afraid of hearing the word no that you never get to yes. But no is going to be a part of life. The question is, who's going to be saying no? Is somebody going to be saying no to you or are you going to be saying no to yourself? Okay, That's question one. Is somebody going to be saying no to you or are you going to be saying no to yourself? Okay, The second question is, Okay, somebody's either going to say no to you or you're going to have to say no to the people you love and care about. Okay, you're either going to take the no's or you're going to pass them on to the people that you care about. But somebody in life is going to have to hear the no's in order to get to the yeses. And the question is, is that person going to be you or are you going to evade your responsibility and pass those no's on to the next generation, right? And so many of us, we start over every generation because nobody was willing to take the no's in order to get to the big yeses in life where they could leave us something that where we could start further ahead than the previous generation. But most people don't want to do that, right? They don't want to be told no. They don't want to put themselves out there. They're afraid. And so instead of going for what they really want, they settle for where they already are. And every generation starts over. See, in life, somebody's going to have to hear the word no. It's either going to be you or your family, okay? Somebody's going to tell you no, or you're going to tell your family no, right? They're going to tell you, no, not today, no, thank you, no, I don't want to do business with you, heck no, okay? Any form of, uh, of the version of no, right? You're going to hear that, or you're going to be saying no. No, we can't afford that vacation. No, kids, we can't go to that school. No, we can't put you in that summer camp. No, we can't live in that house. No, you can't have that car. No, we can't create those experiences. No, I can't afford that medical treatment. See, we're going to be hearing no. The question is, are we going to hear it or are we going to be speaking it? And see, I made a decision early on that I wanted to take the no's so that my family didn't have to. And that's real leadership. Real leadership is being willing to carry the burden for somebody else's blessing. For somebody else's blessing. That's real leadership. And today, so many people want to put their responsibility off onto others. They say, well, I just want to be comfortable right now. I don't want to have to hear the word no. I don't want to have to put myself out there. I'll just let somebody later on deal with that. And folks, that's not right. That's not what you should be doing, right? I want to take the no's so that they don't have to. And there's no avoiding no. And people miss out on the most important things in their life because they're afraid of hearing no. They miss out on the love of their life. They miss out on incredible promotions, world-changing adventures, all because they're afraid of hearing no. And folks, listen, when you're afraid of hearing no, you never get to experience the fullness of life because on the other side of no's are the most meaningful yeses. On the other side of no's are the most meaningful yeses. The other thing I want you to understand is we're going to hear no throughout our life. The question is, do we want to take the no's primarily on the front end of life or will we end up being subjected to no's on the back end of life okay so no is always going to be in our life we just need to find its place okay and we choose that we choose its place in our life we choose where the no's occur we can take them on the front end of our life as we aspire to chase our goals and dreams and we have to go through the people that don't understand them that don't believe in us that don't want to help 
before we get to the people that do understand and do want to help, right? We're going to go through the no's before we get to the yeses. And so as we begin to aspire to chase that dream, to start that business, to uh, begin that ministry, people are going to tell you no. They're going to tell you no. But listen, I'd rather have a no, okay? I'd rather have a no and know where somebody stands than a maybe, right? Okay? I'd rather have a no. But here's what you've got to understand about the upfront no's. If you're willing to search out and seek the no's upfront in life, they're going to be temporary. You're going to go through a period of time, but as your skill set gets better, as your network gets better, as your track record gets better, the no's are going to become fewer and more far between. And eventually you're going to get to a place where you've got the momentum of yes happening in your life. But the momentum of yes will never occur until you walk through the valley of no. See, the momentum of yes is on the other side of the valley of no. And so if we're willing to take the no's up front in life, the no's are going to be temporary. They'll be up front and temporary. But if we won't take the no's up front, if we hide from the no's by shrinking back, by deciding we're just going to settle where we are, we're not going to cause any waves, right? We're not going to go after the things we really want because we're afraid of no. If we won't take the no's up front, then mark my words, you will live with the no's on the back end. You will live with the no's on the back end of life. So listen, we can take the no's up front or we can have the no's on the back end of life, okay, where we can't do what we want to do, where we live in limitation. We can't take that trip. We can't retire at that time. We can't uh, you know, uh, take that dream vacation. We can't open that orphanage. We can't go out to eat here. We can't get that new car. We're going to experience no's temporarily on the front end of life and live in a lifetime full of yeses. Or we will avoid no's temporarily in our life and live with a lifetime of limitations. See, when we, when we procrastinate and push our nose off to the end of life, what I want you to know is this, that the nose on the back end of life are permanent. Okay, If you don't take the nose on the front end of life that are temporary, you're going to end up living with the nose on the back end of life that are permanent. Okay, And so we got to decide as leaders, as the leaders of our life, as the leaders of our family, as the leader of our business, are we going to go through the pain of the nose now to live in the promise of our future? Or are we going to pass those nose off to other people, to our children, to our spouses, to the ministries we care about? Are we going to pass those off uh, so we can be temporarily comfortable but live with the permanency of no later on in our life? And see, selfish people pass the nose that were meant for them onto others. They let others carry the burden that was designed for you to carry. And see, listen, you're the chain breaker. You're the difference maker. You're the legacy creator. Why pass on that responsibility and give it to somebody else? Why not be the one that sets your family free? Why not be the one that takes all the no's so that they don't ever have to hear the word no? Why not be that person? I want you to imagine, for example, I want you to imagine, for example, uh, you know, uh, driving past the McDonald's on a really busy intersection and you're hungry so you pull into the golden arches and in the middle of the parking lot is a crazed ravaged McDonald's employee they're you know pulling their hair out and they're running up and down the parking lot they're screaming and crying you're like what on earth is going on right it's like a hysterical McDonald's employee and as you get closer you realize 
okay, you realize that it's not a McDonald's employee at all. It's actually the owner of the McDonald's. And you get close enough and they kind of calm down a little bit and you say, what's wrong? What's happened to you? Is something the matter? He says, well, that blue car just drove by and didn't pull in. How's my McDonald's going to survive? I don't know how we're ever going to make it. <laughs> right? Okay, can you imagine that? Now, now, let me ask you, why have you never seen that scenario? And you've never seen that scenario because the McDonald's owner has de-emotionalized the no, right? He doesn't care that 99 out of 100 cars that drive by give him a no. And they give him a no by not pulling in, right? He doesn't care about that because his model can be profitable with one out of 100 that says yes. And most of us don't live our life with that same mentality, but we would be well served to, right? Because the truth is this, you don't need everybody to support you to hit your dream, you just need the right one. You don't need everybody to buy from you to hit your goals, you just need a few. You don't need everybody to say yes to the date that you're asking on, you just need the one to say yes. And so many times we're so afraid of no, like we need every interaction. But folks, we don't need every, every interaction. Just like the McDonald's own, owner, our model of life can survive with a few yeses, with a few yeses. But when we're afraid, listen, if he was afraid to take the no's, he'd never have opened the McDonald's. And so he wouldn't have cars drive by 99 times out of 100 that don't pull in, but he also wouldn't have the one out of 100 that does pull in. And on a busy intersection, that's hundreds or thousands of people a day that say yes, right? And so understand that when you choose to avoid the no's, you've also chosen to avoid the yeses in life, okay? And winning in business, winning in life, okay, winning relationally is really about who can take the most no's and still be excited, right? Who can be told no the most and not let it discourage them from continuing on with their goal, their dream, or their pursuit, Okay, and see, listen, part of how we de-emotionalize the word no is by understanding that no does not determine our value, right? The 99 cars that drove by that McDonald's do not change McDonald's value at all, right? McDonald's value proposition is not affected by the people that don't drive by, right? Okay, their food is what their food is, their model is what their model is, whether you say yes or no to it, because enough people say yes right? That it, it gives them an intrinsic value. So no's don't determine your value, okay? They don't determine your self-worth. No is not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on them, right? The people driving by the McDonald's, that doesn't necessarily mean they don't like McDonald's. Maybe they're not hungry right now. Maybe they're too busy right now. Maybe they're not in the mood for burgers right now. There could be any number of reasons that have nothing to do with McDonald's value that has to do with, the, with the, uh, the situation and the circumstance of the person saying no, not the entity being told no. And so you've got to understand that no's don't determine your value. And so many of you are afraid to hear the word no because you feel like it's a personal attack on you. It's a rejection on you. And really, most of the time, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. So le listen, losers... Let the no's determine the value of their idea, their product, their service, or even their own personhood, okay? But a winner understands that you've simply got to go through no's to get to yeses. Nobody bats a thousand, right? You can be a major league all-star and go into the Hall of Fame if 33% of the time you get a hit. 
Well, that means 67% of the time you didn't get a hit. You failed more times than you won, but you still won. Okay, you still won. Think about J.K. Rowling, you know, the author of the infamous Harry Potter series. And she was rejected literally dozens of times. Her manuscripts and ideas were rejected dozens and dozens of times before she found the right publisher. And look at what's happened to her. She's probably the most well-read, well-sold, and most famous author of the last hundred years, maybe the last 500 years, okay? But it came after a bunch of no's. And had she said, well, hey, these people don't see value in my work, therefore it's not valuable, today you wouldn't know what Harry Potter is. You wouldn't have those series and those, those sagas, right? But she understood that no's from others did not determine her value or her work's value, okay? So understand that. Understand that the no does not determine your value, your worth, okay? It's simply part of the process. It's simply part of the process. So I want to talk about, you know, as we talk about the byproduct podcast and T-Bar, thoughts becoming beliefs, becoming actions, becoming results, I always want to give you some practical things, some things that you can take and that you can implement and apply into your life to make your life better. And so I want to talk to you about some of the power thoughts. If we change our thinking, we'll change our life. If we change how we think about no, we'll change its ability to control us in life. And so power thought number one is that no does not determine my value. Folks, God determines your value, okay? You determine your value, but not other people and not their rejection of your idea, your product, your service, okay? No does not determine your value. Your value is operating irrespectively of somebody's appreciation of that value. Think about maybe a, a, a man who's cleaning his attic and finds an ultra rare book. Okay, it's a one of a kind, it's hundreds of years old, but he doesn't recognize it. He has no use for it, so he just throws it away, right? And it goes into the dumpster and into the landfill, never to be seen again. But in the right hands, that book maybe was worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, that book was worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, whether it was in the hands of somebody who appreciated it or somebody who didn't understand it. The no didn't change the book's value. The book's value was the book's value. And that's how your value is, right? Okay, so, so what you need to understand, power thought number one, is no does not determine my value. Power thought number two, no gets me yes because it's a numbers game. Folks, all of life is a numbers game. Nobody bats a thousand. Okay, and so your yeses are on the other side of no's, and you've got to go through it to get to it. And so really, you can be happy and excited about no because you're one no closer to your yes. No's get me to yeses because all of life is a numbers game. The third power thought today is the answer is already no if I'm afraid to hear it. The answer is already no if I'm afraid to hear it. They're already not your client. They're already not your girlfriend. They're already not uh, going to the restaurant you want, okay? The answer's already no. You've told yourself no so that you don't have to hear no from someone else. The truth is this. The only potential that you have putting yourself in a situation where you might hear no is an upside potential because if you don't want to put yourself in that situation, you've already been told no by yourself. All right, let's talk about some power beliefs. Some power beliefs. Power belief number one, no holds no power over me. It holds no power over me. I'm already living in the worst case scenario 
So hearing no does not put me in any worse of a position. It can only put me in a better position. When you really believe that, you're not afraid of the word no anymore. You welcome the word no because you know that no has yeses attached to it and following it. Okay? Power belief number two is I have de-emotionalized the word no. I have de-emotionalized the word no. I don't need everybody to say yes. I just need the right ones. I don't need everybody to do business with me. I just need a percentage, okay? And I'm not going to be emotionally engaged in the word no. If somebody says no to me, that has very little to do with me and very much to do with them. And that's okay. That's okay. Next, right? Next. All right, power believing number three. If I don't take the no's, I will leave them for the people coming after me to take. If I don't take the no's, I will leave them for the people coming after me to take. And that's selfish. That's my, that's my responsibility to take those no's. And if I can take those no's, I can deliver a lot of yeses to the people I care about in my life. And so we're not going to run from no's. We're going to take the no's because that's our duty. Our duty is to do the heavy lifting to put our family in a better position. Okay? Don't punk out. Don't punk out. Don't leave it for somebody else. That's not fair to them. Do your part. Carry your weight. Be the leader you were born to be. All right, let's talk some power actions. Let's talk some power actions. Number one is I want you today to ask for three things you want that you've been afraid to be told no on. I want you today to ask for three things you want that you're afraid to be told no on. Maybe it's a raise at work. Okay? Maybe it's a, it's a date with uh, that guy that you've been... Uh, you know, uh, eyeing for a little while, okay? Uh, maybe it is to, uh, you know, speak on stage at the next event, okay? What are, you, what are you really wanting in your life that you've been afraid to ask for because you don't want to be told no? And go ask for those three things today because guess what? You're already living the no right now. You have nowhere to go but up. Ask for them and you'll be amazed at the yeses you get when you are afraid of being told no. Number two, is ask a potential mentor for a meeting. Ask him for a meeting, ask him for a lunch, ask him for a Zoom, right? Why? The worst thing that can happen is they tell you no, which is what's already happened by you not asking, okay? But, but listen, understand when you do this that you need to be willing to bring them value. What can you do for them to make that valuable? Because if you go in with the, the uh, object that you're going to take value from them but not give anything back to them, you're probably going to hear no, okay? But you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised if you're willing to give something of value to a potential mentor. Uh, you'll be surprised at the amount of people that will say yes to you. And the ripple effect of that in your life could be massive. It could be worth millions of dollars. It could speed your life up by 10 or 15 or 20 years. So, Power action number two is we're going to ask a potential mentor today for a meeting, okay? Power action number three, and this is kind of a different take on this, but I want you to create a to-don't list, to-don't list. Most of us are afraid of being told no and are very bad at telling other people no, <laughs> right? We, we don't want to hear no from them. And we don't want to say no to others, right? And so we're overcommitted, we're overextended, we're spending a lot of time in areas that are not key places. You need to create a to-don't list and practice saying no 
to the things that are not the best things in your life, okay? In order to have time and room for the great things in your life, sometimes you gotta say no to the good things in your life, okay? And so I want you to practice harnessing the power of no by using it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be emotional about it. Learn how to use it so that you have the time, the effort, and the energy, and the resources to devote to the things that are really going to be great in your life. Hey, listen, we've talked about today the power of no. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. Hey, you have nothing to be afraid of with the word no. It can only bring positive. It cannot bring anything negative. You're already living in no if you're afraid to ask for it. No has no power over you. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. I want to invite you to connect with me further. You can find me on Instagram at Ian Pruckner, or you can text the word Pruck, P-R-U-K, to 484848 for exclusive access to some incredible bonus content and an entire suite of tools to help you along your journey to success. Until next time.